Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Today is Thursday, December 30th, 2021, two days out from the new year, 2022. This is KBLA Talk 1580, listening to Angela Redock Wright, guest hosting for Dominique DePrima. First things first, Dominique is not in studio this week. She's on a well-deserved vacation and relaxing, but you can also find her on weekday nights filling in for Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And um, before we get started in our next hour, just a few housekeeping things. One, um, yesterday and today, we've had a two-part show um, all about millennials and the millennial generation and and meeting um, just a few. I mean, there's so many millennials out there and those that impact the millennial generation that could have been a part of the the last two shows. Um, So it just introduced you to about 13 with our two guests coming up in this hour will be a total of 13. And they have, um, they're doing work across the board. Yesterday, we had leaders in religion and politics and the nonprofit world and social social and um, justice worlds. Um, Today, we're focused on women, believe it or not. Our entire guest list has been all about women. So I'm declaring today, December 30th, Women's Empowerment Day. And um, we're talking to women who are creators. They write books, they write music, um, and women who own their own business. And coming up in this hour, we have two amazing women um, of the it's a, a, a restaurant here in Los Angeles that is growing in popularity, an amazing new locale um, that folks are enjoying um, called 1010 Wine and Events in Inglewood. Um, and there are two sisters that started this restaurant and I want to bring them on in just a second. But before I do, um, let me tell you about our KBLA cash giveaway. How does $500 sound to you? Sounds great to me, especially uh, many of us probably spent a lot of money for Christmas. Um, In fact, if you're reading and watching the news, um, they were initially anticipating or they were concerned that we would see um, a big consumer spend for Christmas this year on one because of the pandemic, but two, because many of the goods um, that we purchase are stuck on ships in the middle of Long Beach and and other places like that. Although um, Long Beach and other cities have been doing a great job to try to, in the port of Los Angeles, have been trying to do a great job trying to get those goods moving again. But they anticipated that perhaps we wouldn't spend as much, but it looks like as in other years that we had record spends um, for Christmas and for the holidays overall. So if you're like me, you could use an extra $500 in your pocket or to replenish that $500 that you spent during the holidays. And so We have a special drive going on here at KBLA Talk 1580, and I'd like to congratulate one of our winners, Lisa Walker, 
how did Lisa win $500? Lisa downloaded the KBLA app, which took a few short minutes. It doesn't take a long time. She filled out our winter survey, which qualified her to win $500 in cash. Lisa's not the only winner. There's still one more listener who could qualify to win the $500 in cash, not coupons, not gift cards, cold, hard cash. Um, And all you have to do is download the KBLA app. And we're encouraging this because many folks think listening to the radio, you have to be, you know, at your radio dialed in to the um, 1580 a.m. to listen to our show, but you don't have to. You can call in or you can listen from anywhere if you download the KBLA app. And the incentive to download the app right now is that you can win $500 to help replenish some of your holiday cash. When you download the app, look out for the push alert, which we will send to your mobile phone or your smart device answer the winter survey questions. And like Lisa and others, you can have an additional $500 in your pocket or purse. So download the KBLA app at any of your Play stores, whether it be Android or Apple or other, and for all of your streaming devices, um, enter and enter to win $500 in holiday cash from your friends at KBLA Talk 1580. So you're tuned in. And if you'd like to call in, I know many in Los Angeles in particular have, um, visited and have started to visit this great new locale called 1010 Wine and Events. Um, we have the owners, two sisters um, who are the proprietors of that establishment coming up next in, in our next segment. If you'd like to talk to them, learn about their journey, um, get some insights about opening your own business and the challenge of opening a business as well as the successes and the benefits of having your own business, I'm sure these two sisters would love to talk to you you would love to hear from you. It's a wine business. And you'll see when I give you some insights from their bio in just a few minutes that they love wine and that they have some great facts to share with us about wine. So if you are a wine lover, a wine connoisseur, you want to chat it up about wine, give us a call in this next hour, 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Stay tuned. This is Angela Redock Wright filling in for Dominique De Prima, KBLA Talk, 15, Talk 1580. We have, we always have, every day, all day, 24-7, we have a lot to talk about. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. She's 1580. just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy, lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. Filled with catastrophe, but she knows she can fly away. Yes, yes, the ladies on KBLA Talk 1580 today are on fire. I have declared today Women's Empowerment Day at KBLA Talk 1580. We're talking to the millennial generation and those that influence that generation and 
It's all women today. We started the day talking to J-Star and Nicole Vick, who are both creative talents. Then we um, talked to two business leaders, Abby Woods of Quartermain Media and Chef Simone of Art Delectables. And then this hour is no different. We have two amazing women, two sisters, um, biological sisters who started their own restaurant called 1010 Wine and Events. Um, the first is, and they'll be call, they'll call in and they'll be joining us in just a second. We have Leslie Jones, who was born and raised in Inglewood as, as her sister, Leanne Jones. And at a young age, um, Leslie loved organizing and hosting parties. So it looked like she was destined to do the work that she's doing, she and her sister. After high school, she moved to Phoenix to attend Arizona State University, ASU. And while attending college, she continued her passion and love for events uh, and made her to go, the go-to girl for the planning of sorority fundraisers, community and social events. And when she came back to Los Angeles, um, she became um, a wedding and event planner. And in the course of her work, she's planned over 100 weddings and special events and now co-owns with her sister um, the business 1010 wine and events leslie are you there how are you this morning good morning i am here good so good to hear your voice you're sounding so um, lively this morning (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. This is early for me, but I'm up. (laughs) Right, right. Because I imagine in your business, you guys have late nights, right? You're more of a a late afternoon or lunchtime afternoon evening business going kind of late into the evening, possibly. Correct. Correct. We open at 5 p.m. So I normally um, get there around three and we don't leave till about midnight. Oh, wow. we, We tend to wake up. Uh, a little later. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you, you both, you and your sister, for making the sacrifice to to be up this early and to call in. And we have your sister Leanne Jones also on the line. She was born and raised in Inglewood, California. Go Inglewood! Inglewood is experiencing an amazing renaissance, which I want to talk to you all about. Leanne also attended um, high school at Inglewood, California, and she followed her sister Leslie's footsteps by attending Arizona State University, but ultimately graduated from Cal State University, Dominguez Hills of Carson, California. Um, she got, now this, I'm like, I really want to understand this, Leanne. You got your Bachelor of Arts degree, or your Master's, not just your Bachelor's, but you, it looks like you were planning to pursue criminology as a career. You got your Master's in Criminology from Arizona State University and ultimately got your law degree, Um I'm a lawyer. I think everybody knows. Got your law degree from the University of Arizona. And so I love that you were possibly going to pursue a career in law. And you looks like you pivoted. And I want to learn more about that and um, open a restaurant with your sister, 1010 Events of Inglewood, California. Welcome, Welcome, Leanne. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. You sound lively and energetic as well. I've been yelling so that it doesn't get a morning voice. Oh, my goodness. Why are you yelling so early this morning? You've been yelling this morning? Yeah, yeah. Just so, you know, my voice is fresh. I didn't want to sound like I just woke up. Oh, I see. Practicing. Yes, I'll do that. Kind of get my, I'll do these voice exercises to get my voice ready for for radio. So that is awesome to hear. Congratulations, ladies, on having um, a go-to I, I don't know whether to call it a restaurant. What would be the proper, is it 
do you say restaurant or do you say event location? What's the proper way to, to reference the, the business? Uh, we call it a wine bar. A wine bar, um, yes, and, okay. <laughs> thank yes, you. <laughs> yeah, we call it a wine bar uh, that hosts uh, private events. Um, and thank you for having us on. We're super excited. Yes, I am excited as well. I've been once. I came as a part of the uh, KBLA branding event a couple of months ago. Yes. And I had been hearing about it up to that point. And I was, when I actually came, I was just so impressed and so, ex- you know, impressed with the service, um, impressed with the, the food, the wine. Um, the ambiance is such a beautiful location and I just felt such pride. I didn't, I didn't get to meet you all directly that night, but I walked away feeling such pride and to have you on the show today. Um, I just have my chest sticking out to know that uh, there are two entrepreneurs like you um, in our city and that are making a difference. So tell me uh, you're both, you're raised in Inglewood and you decided to open your restaurant in Inglewood. Who wants to lead off and tell me, um, what inspired the restaurant and why you decided to take it back to your hometown of Inglewood? Yeah, so I can start. I'm sorry, the wine bar. Um, I keep keep saying restaurant, the wine bar. Oh, no, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All good, all good. Yeah, so it was really important for us to um, open up our business in Inglewood because this is where we're from. Um, So as you mentioned in our bios, we went away from college, for college. Leanne really... um, got into wine when she was in law school and she would travel to different regions um, and bring back wines for me to try. And so we really cultivated our relationship more in adulthood over wine. And so we would introduce our friends to wine and we would go to different spots all over Los Angeles. We would go to my, one of my favorite wine bars is actually in downtown LA. We would go to downtown LA a bunch. We would go to Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. We would go to Redondo Beach to to go and experience all of these different wine bars. And one day, Leanne and I just said, why do we have to go outside of our neighborhood to enjoy good wine and good mm-hmm. food? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we didn't have a space here in the city like it. So we just decided to to build and create our own. Oh, wow. And when was that? When did you all kind of make that decision? Was that recently or is something you planned on for a while? So we've had the uh, idea for several years. Several years? Yeah. So we had the idea for several years. We really started to implement the idea um, in June of 2019. Um, and then we just opened up in August of this year. So it's been over two years where we actually started the process of opening up this wine bar. Oh, wow. Okay. And you decided to come to Inglewood because it's your hometown and I live in a a neighboring city and I often ask myself the, and I find myself going to other cities for, you know, nice restaurants or wine bar or other activities. And I ask myself and, and actually have challenged myself in 2022 to try to be a part of solving that problem in my own city and community. Um, but I, I think it's great that you all said, why do we have to travel? Why can't we have great things like this in our own city, in our own community? And it feels like you all are with the stadium coming to Inglewood and so many other things coming to Inglewood, like you're part of a, a renaissance that's happening there. Can you give us a little more insight about that, Leslie or Leanne? Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think that, it's... Uh, oh. Go ahead, Leslie. Oh, 
I think that it was important for us to, because we still currently reside in the city as well, to be a part of the change that's happening here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always hear people, especially when we're talking about our wine bar, say, oh, Inglewood is such an up-and-coming area. And it always makes us laugh because this is where we were born and raised. Mm -hmm. Like our doctor's office is here, our dentist's office, all of the things that we do are in this city. And so to us, it's not up-and-coming. Yes, it's definitely getting a facelift, but... Mm -hmm. The businesses and the people of Inglewood have been thriving. And so with us seeing that change happening, we wanted to be a part of it. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't just people that didn't look like us Mm -hmm. that were bringing businesses to our area and taking, you know, people's money in our community. And we weren't a part of that. We thought it was important for people that look like us to be also a part of that change and a part of that growth. Right, right. And has the city been welcoming in terms of doing business there? Um, have, have you, what, have, what have been some of the challenges or steps you've taken to actually start and open your own business? Uh, the city has been very supportive. Oh, good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we joke all the time, Leslie and I, that when we... Um, first open we were just blown away blown away that more than our family and friends came to the grand opening um so people in the community have just really been supportive um the city has been supportive um but i mean we're definitely in COVID, so Mm -hmm. that has been one of the challenges for sure um and leslie and i have never opened a wine bar before so just you know navigating the city um health departments permits all that good stuff um, it's just things you don't know uh, right. unless you've done it before. Um, and then just with COVID, um, you know, doing the proper protocols, managing staff, hiring has been um, interesting, but we're super grateful that we have um, such a dynamic team um, that has just really been great throughout this process. So, I feel like our challenges have just helped us grow and learn mm-hmm. and made us better and, and better business owners and yes. just better people overall. So I don't want to necessarily call them challenges, but just things that we've had to learn and grow for us to be successful. Yes, yes, I love it. And you both touched on something that I think is important. Um you said uh, Leanne initially stated that, or Leslie, I think, initially stated that you got you both would frequent a wine bar in downtown and other areas. Then you had this idea, said, hey, we should have this in our community. How did you go from idea to actually opening a business? And I know we have some listeners who are listening in who are entrepreneurs themselves, who want to be entrepreneurs, whether it's in the hospitality or restaurant industry or, or other industries. Um, but as a business owner myself, I know you can't just one day say, I'm going to open a business. You have to take steps, or at least ideally folks take steps to try to ensure success for their business. What? How did it go from idea to actually happening? Did you do a business plan? Did you join organizations? Did you have a mentor? What were some of the steps and, and things that you would advise listeners to think about if they are thinking about starting their own business in terms of initial steps? Yeah, so Leanne and I are <clears throat> extremely blessed because uh, we come from a family of entrepreneurs. Oh, wonderful. So our, okay. Yeah, so our grandfather, um, who passed away about three years ago, he he was an entrepreneur since he was 12. So the only time he worked for someone else is when 
Um, he had a stint in the Navy for four years. Mm. Um, and then from there, he passed that on to our mother. And um, we have another sister, an older sister, who is also an entrepreneur. So when you say mentorship, that was really built into our family, and that was really built into the conversations that we had at the dinner table um, the conversations that we had, you know, over the holidays, we, we were, we were a very business minded family. So that kind of gave us a head start to really not only, um, understanding business, but mm-hmm. also, uh, being fearless in business because this was a huge undertaking, mm-hmm. um, opening up a wine bar in Inglewood, it's the first and only wine bar. Uh, people always say like, we're the first, we're the first Black-owned or the first woman-owned wine bar in Inglewood, but we're actually just the first wine bar in Inglewood, and we happen to be Black and we happen to be women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a lot that went through that because it wasn't just um, all of the other things that other business my, business people have to go through, but we were also having to educate um, the people around us, the city, um, our neighbors. Who are we? What are we bringing in? What, how are we different than another restaurant that's up the street? Mm-hmm. And so that really did take a lot of initiative and a lot of time to really um, explain what we were trying to bring to the city right. and see that it was something good and not something that was negative. Because, you know, in our community, we have a liquor store in every other corner. So are we just trying to bring more liquor to the neighborhood? And right, right. Kind of how that was different. So, you know, if there's other entrepreneurs listening to this, I would say make sure that you surround yourself with a community of people who are like-minded. Luckily for us, that happened to be our family, so we didn't have to go far outside of our group to, to have that support. But if it's not in your family, get a group of friends, get um, a group of colleagues, get a group of, you know, people you go to church with, whatever the case may be, that are like-minded and may not be wanting to do the same thing that you're doing, but that maybe want to start their own business or expand in their careers so that you feel that encouragement and that support from people around you. Yes. And what did you, did you guys put together a business plan and how did you deal with issues of financing and finding real estate for your business? Yeah. So, um, go ahead, Leanne. No, I was just going to say, I think we kind of, did the reverse. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did that yeah, too. I, I kind of just started, yeah, even though I'm saying this, I just started my law firm one day and, and I, I've kind of worked my way back over 20 years. Like, okay, let me do this business plan now, but go ahead. Right. I just say that to say that. I think that sometimes um, people who look to get started mm-hmm. don't uh, want do all these things, think they have to do all these things before they get started. Right. And so then um, next thing you know, you know, it's taking you six months to a year to, to get started because you're telling yourself you have to do all these things. Right. Um, and so what I appreciate about Leslie and just like how she's saying the people that we've surrounded ourselves with is that, you know, of course we've had, we had a plan, but we're also doers first. Mm-hmm. And then said, "Okay, let's let's uh, circle back and um, make sure we have a proper foundation for our business." Yes. But I'll let Leslie to like the real estate and and funding piece to it. But we definitely 
he did it in reverse for sure. Well, hold that thought, Leslie. We're going to continue the conversation with the ladies of 1010 Wining Events, a wine bar in Inglewood, California. Two sisters that come from an entrepreneurial family. I love it. Leslie Jones and Leanne Jones, a great establishment. Be sure to go by if you haven't already. We're continuing the discussion with them on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Sometimes I shave my legs and sometimes I don't Sometimes I comb my hair and sometimes I won't Depending on how the wind blows, I might even pay my toes It really just depends on whatever feels good in my soul I'm not the average girl from the radio Yes, thank you, India Ari. Video, India, we miss you. Where are you? When are we gonna hear your next song? Thank you for inspiring us this morning, and thank you to our two guests this morning in this last hour. Two sisters that are the proprietors of. 1010 Wine and Events located in Inglewood, California. We're talking to Leanne and Leslie Jones. And like with our other guests, I asked them, what's your song list? What are you listening to these days? And they said they love all things Stevie Wonder, all things Miguel, and all things NDRE. So we're going to, we couldn't play, do an entire list of all those songs, of all those um, artists, but we're going to do a few songs from those artists during this segment. And thank you for reminding us of the great NDRE, who's so appropriate for to, today, because today's show features millennials and women in particular, women creators and women business owners. And helping us with that discussion are Leslie and Leanne Jones, the owners of 1010 Wine Bar in Inglewood, California. Before we bring them back in, I just want to encourage you all to keep listening. We have a whole day lineup for you today of great hosts following me. We have Ariva Martin, who's guest hosting for Tavis Smiley. I'm guest hosting today for Dominique De Prima, who you can see each this week on Fox Soul. She's not in studio radio, but she's on TV this week. Um, guest hosting for Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And we want to thank all of our listeners, Dominique's listeners, other listeners, our new listeners for tuning in. And we want to encourage you to, if you haven't already, to download the KBLA Talk 1580 app. Um, if you Today is a great day to download it because we have a holiday cash drive going on where if you download the app, you follow the push alert um, that we send to your mobile device or your smart, your mobile or your smart device, you could win uh, $500. And I know we all need to replenish our cash from this holiday season. So go ahead and download that KBLA 1580 app so you can listen to KBLA anywhere at any time. You don't have to be in your car listening to your radio or at home listening to your radio. You can take your phone, your device with you and listen anytime because we have 24-hour talk radio. That is all we do. Congratulations to Tavis Smiley and the team here who kicked off the radio station um, in Juneteenth of this year. And we're six, seven months into it. It's going strong. And we couldn't do it without you, our listeners. And we want to make sure you can take us with you wherever you go. KBLA Talk 1580. You can download it on any of your devices. And we'd like to congratulate Lisa Walker who did that and won $500. So let's continue our discussion with Leslie and Leanne Jones, the owners of 1010 Wine Bar of Inglewood, California, home of the 
SoFi Stadium, home of so many great and wonderful things. It will be the future home of the Clippers um, NBA team. Um, and these ladies are right there in the heart of Inglewood, grew up there, decided to take their business there, wanted to be a part of the Renaissance and make sure that Inglewood, like other cities, has um, great restaurant, great event locations like 1010 Wine Bar. Let's start, Leslie. I mean, I'm sorry, Leanne, I actually wanted to come back to you because um, I see that you got your master's degree in criminology from Arizona State University and your law degree also from University of Arizona. And you are a licensed attorney in the state of California. Go lawyers. Let's hear for the lawyers right. today. <laughs> so I'm sure that background gave you great, a great background for starting your own business. But um, are you still, are you practicing law? Did you practice law? And um, whether you are or not, sort of where does owning a business um, fit into that? It looks like you were on a different path and weren't necessarily planning. Or maybe you were. Like you said, you came from a family of entrepreneurs. So were you always planning to be an entrepreneur in addition to being a lawyer? No, um, actually, it wasn't until uh, I was in law school that I got the vision to do something outside of the law with the with wine um and so when i went to law school i wanted to um either do like family law or criminal defense um but i'm happy to pivot from that um shout out to all those attorneys that do it because it is draining um and so now with having the wine business and just um working with my sister i've pivoted to doing trademarks Mm-hmm. And just helping the business owners secure um, their names, logos, things like that. So I still do practice, not as much as I used to, um, just because our schedule is so busy with the with the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I do trademark law. That is so awesome. And I always tell people um, when they ask me about going to law school or not going to law school, when I say, you know, go because you think you want to practice law or because you're passionate about something in the law. But even if you're not sure, having a law degree, there is no downside. You could pretty much use it in anything you do, whether it be entrepreneur or journalist or, or what have you. It teaches you great skills from analyzing to reasoning and, of course, to technical skills like doing trademarks and doing the technical things that lawyers do. So I don't think and hopefully you agree that there there is no downside in, in having that experience and having that degree. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, For all the reasons that she named. And I think also just teaches you perseverance because um, when you're in finals and and when you're prepping for the bars, it's nothing like it. So you definitely uh, build character, if nothing else. (laughs) For sure. For sure. So Leanne, let's talk wine. Um, So I drink wine, but I can't say that I am you know, super educated about wine and how it works. I keep saying, I'm going to take some classes. I really want to learn. I really want to know more about it. Um, For the person that's just starting out or that may be a wine connoisseur, how did you all, you know, you have the idea, you you love going to other wine bars, but I imagine that as business owners, you had to kind of educate yourself even more so about wine and the wine industry. How did you go about doing that? And how do people begin to start to learn about wines and the different types of wines? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of personal preference. So 
I know some people prefer to read, so there's great books out there that you can get to, uh, you know, that have great introductions to wine. Um, so, you know, like uh, Wine Folly has a good book. Um, there's tons of podcasts out there if you prefer to listen. Um, that are just like Wine 101 that give you. But for me, I like to just drink it. Um, and so I feel like that's the best way to learn about wine because as much as you read about it or hear about it, it's great, but it really is um, drinking that gets your palate, that allows you to see what you like, what you dislike. And so for us, we were able to try so many different wines because our focus was to, was to have, and it still is to have, the largest selection of Black-owned wines. And so we just dove into um, trying as many as we can mm-hmm. and, and just what would be a good fit for our menu. And with that, we were able to um, educate ourselves like, okay, I'm, I'm picking up, you know, cherry in this one or, you know, I taste oak in this and things like that. And so you really are just training your nose and your palate to pick up on different wine notes. And then from there, you learn the regions and mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's just a journey. So I, I say the best way to learn about wine is, is to drink it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So uh, if we have listeners out there that are like me, that actually makes it easier to embrace. You don't feel like it's something that's so untouchable or only for a certain class of people. Like you could just start drinking it and, and learning the flavors and the smells. It sounds like what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How many Black-owned brands are there? Oh, so currently, um, that's a good question. We have about 90 wines on the menu. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, and 95% are Black-owned. So, yeah. That's amazing. I'll probably say about 50 to 60 Black-owned brands. Okay. Um, I'm not 100% sure, though. All right. So I, when we come forward, I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. It sounds like many Black folks have entered this industry and, uh, and see the, the have a passion for it. So I'd learn, learn to learn a little bit more about that and what you all have learned being in the industry. Coming forward, we're continuing our discussion with Leslie and Leanne Jones of 1010 Wine, Wine and Events in Inglewood, California. Stay tuned. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. That's Tony, Tony, Tone. It never rains in Southern California. For those in Los Angeles, you know, in California, I think throughout the state, it is raining cats and dogs. But you know what? I'm not mad because we really, really need the rain. We've been in a drought season. So thank you, Tony Tone, Tony, Tony Tone for reminding us that it never rains, but it is raining today in Southern California. And we are using this day to talk to uh, some of amazing ladies who own a wine bar Um called 1010 Wine and Events in Inglewood, California. Two sisters who come from an entrepreneurial family, Leslie and Leanne Jones. We're talking all things wine. They carry over, did you say over 50% of your your bar carries black-owned wine brands? 
so it's ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yes. So how do you all source your wines? Like I'm I'm envisioning like you're are you going up to Napa and Italy and you know, I'm a novice at this, so I'm probably a romanticized the whole idea of, of what it means to be in the wine business. But how do you source your wines and does it involve traveling? Yeah, so um honestly a lot of the black wine companies and winemakers are uh they distribute so we just have personal relationships with them and, and then um they just send us their wine uh some are starting to get theirs which is good because uh, it allows to be offered nationwide mm-hmm. okay. yeah pre travel and you know meet the winemakers and you know taste at their venues and things like that but hopefully we'll get back to that soon Okay. And Leslie, you mentioned in your bio that your favorite wine on a winter night. Tell us about that wine. What is it? Did I say 81 Cab? <laughs> you said uh, 80, yes, 81 Cabernet Sauvignon from 2017. Yes, yes. So that wine is actually by uh, Terrell Owens, the wide receiver oh. uh, football player. Okay. Yeah. So, who knew? I didn't yeah. know he had a, a wine business. Yes. Yes, he does. So it's pretty cool because um, with also sourcing, you know, ninety ninety five percent of black owned wines in our wine bar, it was also important for us to know the stories behind the winemakers. Mm-hmm. One, because like Leanne said, a lot of them we have personal relationships with because the wine community is very small. The black wine community is even smaller. So you kind of just get to know these winemakers so you know their stories. Mm -hmm. But even the ones that, um, you know, we don't know their stories, we did additional research to find out about it because uh, their stories are so unique. Um, People from other cultures, you know, they pass down their vineyards from generation to generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And that's not normally the case with black winemakers and, and black people in the wine space. It's something that is, you know, fairly new. So, you know, it's always interesting to see how these winemakers got into the wine business. Yes. Well, hold that thought. I'd love to hear a little bit more about Terrell Owens, also a.k.a. T.O. And, and the McBride sisters. That's the name we're hearing more and more in the, the black owned wine business. And uh, maybe you can give us a couple of insights about them or any other brands that you'd like to highlight. And I do have a question from one of our listeners, Nikki from Atlanta. So coming forward, I'll present that question to you and we'll close out the conversation, getting some more highlights about 1010, the wine business, the wine industry, and definitely got to bring these ladies back to talk wine. It sounds like there's there's so much more we could talk about. Stay tuned. We're listening around the clock. Around the clock. Around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Now, right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. This is Angela Redock Wright in for Dominique De Prima. First things first today, KBLA Talk 1580. And we're talking to the Jones sisters, the owners of 1010 Wine Bar. And there is not enough time because I have so many, many more questions for them. But I'm hoping that we will have an opportunity to bring you back as one of KBLA's um, brand partners. So um, you were talking about Terrell Owens, that he owns a brand. We also hear about the McBride sisters. Um, Any insights you want to give us about them or any other brand? that you're carrying? 
yeah, I mean, the Big Bride sisters have a really interesting story. Uh, they grew up on separate parts of the continent, or separate parts of the globe. One grew up in New Zealand, the other one grew up in California. Um, they met each other later on in life and found that they loved wine and built now the largest black-owned wine brand um, in the country. And so they have their Black Girl Magic line, um, their McBride Sisters collection wine, and um, they are sort of mentors to us because they're sisters and they're in the wine industry and they've just exploded, especially over the last couple of years. So um, we just love to tell their story oh, and all wow. the other winemakers' stories. Yes, I <laughs> love that. And the fact that you both are sisters that are two sisters that are in business together. What That's an amazing story all by itself. Nikki from Atlanta asked the question. It's our closing question. What is the best, what type of wine needs to be chilled before serving? So, yeah, it's uh, just, Jeff, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Leslie, sorry. No, you can answer it, go. <laughs> Leanne? <laughs> what no, type I was of... Gonna say I was going to say definitely champagne, but then I'll let Leslie take over from there. What about yeah, white? Also, what yeah, about red? I think red, the big question is whether to chill red wine. Do we chill red wine? Yeah, what, red wine should be served at room temperature, but okay. we always tell people, enjoy wine the way you like to enjoy it. So if you like to chill it a little bit, do that. <laughs> okay, we definitely have to have you two back. This is Angela Redock-Wright cl- closing out for Dominique de Prima today. Uh, we pay homage to Desmond Tutu. One of his quotes is, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. So have hope, especially as we prepare to go into 2022. And we also celebrate Kwanzaa today, the um, principle of Nia, which means purpose. And next up, following me is the amazing Ariva Martin, who is guest hosting for our very own Tavis, Tavis Smiley. Stay tuned, folks. We're at KBLA Talk 1580, and we have a lot to talk about the rest of the day. So keep your dial turned. Keep your, your app downloaded to KBLA Talk 1580. Thank you so much. Have a great day and a happy, happy new year. sound crazy but I wanna go outside KBLA 1580 Santa Monica